Well, hello, darlings. It's tea. This is Burning Tarot. And it is New Year's Eve of 2020. We're going to do something a little bit different today. Uh, we're going to draw our Solstice to Solstice card. Or it's already been drawn, but we're going to blather about it. And that's the card that gives us an overall sense of guidance from now, from December 21st, all the way through to June, where we will hit another solstice, the summer one. We're also going to do a little bit of I Ching dabbling. Uh, and this comes courtesy of my friend and um, occasional Burning Man colleague, <laughs> and well compatriot, Bill Brosh. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name properly, but um, Bill happened to post in this private online community I've been part of for, lo, these nearly 28 years, 28 and a half years. Um, he uh, factored out the year 2021, 2021, and looked up so that's like, what times what equals 2021. And it turns out, it's 43 times 47. And he looked up the corresponding I Ching hexagrams to 43 and to 47. So I thought that was super interesting and asked him if I could, you know, borrow it for the purposes of the burning tarotness. And he said, yeah, sure, of course. Um, and I've done a little sitting with it and a little investigation. Uh, I used to do I Ching fairly regularly. And it's been a very long time. So it was interesting. And I thought I'd share a little of that process with you. A way for us to consider what actions we're going to take as we enter this new year. Dear Lord, may I say that there are guns going off and there are dogs barking and this forest just doesn't seem peaceful enough for me. Gosh darn it. That's another way of saying I am spoiled, rotten. I live right by the forest. It is not horrifically cold and icy today so I can actually take a walk. It's kind of a lumpy walk because there's weird like ice crystal stuff under the um, under the melty, muddy top part of the soil. <laughs> so if I fall down and you hear the phone crashing to the earth, that would explain why. But that discomfort, like the awareness of privilege, the gratitude for the beautiful planet, and then simultaneously feelings of stress and discomfort. You know, nobody's got a gun pointed at my head right now, but I can hear them having their gun, doing their thing. Sounds like it's about a mile, maybe a mile and a quarter from here. And that distress and stress, those things are real. I believe we all deserve and maybe need to acknowledge the, the realness of the stresses that we are under. Even if we know that somebody else has a hell of a lot more stress than we do. Even if we know we're lucky. Even if we're grateful. 
I can be gorgeously grateful for this beautiful national forest and still feel the sorrow and grief that the Forest Service has just come by and chopped up a zillion manzanita plants for fire prevention. Even though that fire prevention will allegedly save my house from getting burned down in the next one. Do you know what I'm saying here? I'm saying we all have some stuff to feel shitty about right now. And as we enter the new year, uh, I think it's a good time to sit with the shit. Be with the shit. Acknowledge that it's there and that it bothers us. And that's kind of how I'm looking at this wonderful I Ching um, thing we've got going on. Oh, unless I lost it. I wouldn't do that, would I? Well, here we are. You can hear the wind. You can hear the zipper. With my puffy jacket. When I first moved here, someone remarked to me that the requirement for moving to Central Oregon was the acquisition of a puffy jacket. I believe that might not be true for all demographics. Hi, dear. Hi, cuties. I recognize these deer out here. These are the same guys that have been hanging out in our backyard an awful lot lately. Hi. As usual, you can just ignore me. I'm totally not interesting. And I'm not hungry enough to eat ya. You're safe. They're giving me that look. I'm gonna go around this way, you guys, okay? So that you don't even have to think about me. I'm just, I'm over here. I don't exist. Ignore me. Okay. The unzippingness has produced my notes on the Yiching situation. So this is kind of fun, huh? Well, I don't know. The actual hexagrams aren't really that fun, but they're pretty heavy, which is kind of interesting. So, um, the first factor is 43. 43 in the I Ching translates to guai. Determination, deciding, breakthrough. Ooh, pretty heavy, huh? Determination, deciding, breakthrough. Um, I know that I will pronounce these wrong. The top trigram is Dui, the bottom is Chan, and um, I looked around at some different web resources because my I Ching book that I used to read, very kind of Confucian, you know, I don't know, 1940s or 1950s translation um, into English, that's long gone. I had mold illness and my old books are gone. So I used the internet and browsed around. A lot of what I'm going to be chatting about came from a site called Mothering Change, which I, I, uh, I'm very interested in their approach. Um, in the 90s, I was interested in this program, Synchronicity. The founder of that then hired me to do some things. I interviewed him for Rob Bresney's um, Free Will Astrology website. And then he hired me to do some stuff for what was going to become tarot.com. So there's the background of back in the day. So I tried to find some of that online. And if it's still there, it's hidden under some kind of pretty 
trashy online oracle <laughs> divination stuff. So I ended up finding this mothering change site for I Ching um, interpretation. It goes much deeper, and I would say that I probably um, don't adequately understand their approach. But I liked a lot of their verbiage, so I stuck with it for a little while. One thing they noted was that with Guai determination, deciding breakthrough, it is not advantageous to resort to arms, like our gentleman in the wood here, perhaps lady or other, someone shooting guns. Um, beware of lack of resolution. Beware also of selfish hoarding. And I thought, well, that sounds like now, right? Like we keep wanting more things to be resolved than actually are. And maybe we can fool ourselves into thinking, oh, that's figured out because, you know, Biden won the presidency or there's going to be a vaccine. There is a vaccine, but we don't know when we're getting it. So beware of leaping, I would say, to resolutions and certainties that really may not be resolute or certain. And then beware selfish hoarding. Well, I totally understand that. Like these times when our sense of survival is threatened, uh, most of us, you know, we go into, there's a reason they call it this, survival mode. We hunker down and, and we can get pretty selfish. I do. I, I go straight into like, you know, nuclear bunker, you know, bring home $2,000 worth of groceries and don't leave my house kind of mode. That can be useful and that can save your ass. Uh, and it can certainly make you feel better when things are dicey. But then you have to remember, all right, there's other people and they need stuff too. Um, so according to Mothering Change, the image to use with Guai is a, the original image, is a hand holding a jade baton. And that jade baton represents the right to speak in the king's court. So, your talking stick, basically. So when we are handed this guai opportunity, it's time to make a decision. It may be time to act as a messenger. And it's a time to find our voices. It's a time to use the jade baton. I need to just pronounce that regularly like an American. Baton. <laughs> I don't know where I have that Frenchy thing coming in. I used to study French, spoke it a bit, I guess, in Africa and Paris and stuff. Le baton. Oh, maybe I was from studying tarot, right? Because it's le baton in tarot. Um, anyway, if you get the baton, baton, um, be careful. Be very precise about what you want to say. Take a moment, figure it out, and then when you are done, pass the jade baton, right? It doesn't just live in your hand forever. In, and what does it mean to have determination, to make a decision and have a breakthrough? It's interesting to have all those English words mushed together in varying descriptions of 
this hexagram in the I Ching. Um, we have a breakthrough. We make a decision based on that breakthrough. We become determined to see it through. Or maybe our own determination brings about a decision and that brings about the breakthrough. In this, uh, so in the I Ching, some of you already know the I Ching probably better than I do, but basically you, um, you can throw yarrow stalks or you can um, toss coins and then you draw these lines that represent what you've thrown in this apparently random fashion. And there are six lines and you start at the bottom. So you're kind of stacking them up and um, certain lines are changing lines. And that means you've, um, you stack them up and they make this hexagram that you can read some meanings about, you can contemplate and meditate upon. And then the changing lines, you switch them from, uh, if it's a solid line, well, you draw it out again. And this time that solid line changes to a broken line. If it's a broken line and it comes out changing, it gets changed over to a solid line. So you end up reading two different hexagrams for your reading if you throw any changing lines. Um, so the way that Bill set this up, right, that these were factors, 40, 43 has to turn into 47 is kind of how I interpreted that. Um, that would mean, in order for that to happen, our changing lines would have to be line one and line three. So those have their own interpretations as well. So we're going from Guai to a not very fun card, K'un, confining oppression. Sorry, not card, hexagram. I'm used to talking about cards all the time. How we get there comes in the one and three changing lines. So that first line is on the bottom. Uh, so it's a foundational line. And in Guai, number 43, it's solid. So that's like a solid basis. Um, or, you know, it could be like the bottom of a bowl for containing water. You'd want to have a solid line there in that case, depending. We're going to turn it into a broken line. So what does that changing process look like? Well, first of all, caution. Start small. We are to go from our humble, our humble guai selves in our shitty 2020 weirdness into a new year with a lot of potential. But we're going to start with humble beginnings. We're going to prepare very, very carefully in the mothering change world, we are coupled to a creative force as this happens. It's okay, according to mothering change, it is okay to act alone. On the other hand, don't try to take the lead. There's a very specific warning against 
following through on our sense of determination and our moment of breakthrough by kind of leaping out and going, I'm going to be the leader of this. Here I go. This is a really specific warning, like slow down, start small. It's okay just to do something by yourself. You don't have to be the queen of the wild changing everything. Ooh, <laughs> that's what I want to be. I want that to be on my next business card. Queen of the wild changing everything. So there's that, you guys. Um, the other changing line is line three. So that's third from the bottom. Interesting. This one is a threshold line. As this threshold changes for us, we are exhorted to leave. We are to leave whatever is cruel, whatever is unjust, whatever is hungry for power. We are to acknowledge situations where we are exploited or abused. And we are to leave. Interestingly, this one also has a mention of aloneness. If we need to, we are to go on alone. That feels very serious and very powerful to me. Go on alone. Especially in combination with changing line number one, which says, you know what, you can just act alone. And even specifies, don't try to take the lead. Which is a way of saying, don't recruit everybody else. Don't look for a group to be the leader of. Maybe don't even look at the fucking group. Uh, and so I, I think those are both fascinating because they're so strong. And they tell us change is coming. Change is necessary. And we have a very specific exhortation about how to make change. We have talked about this before in Burning Tarot, that um, a lot of us here might try to make change in the world um, through worldly means and through a lot of activity. And over and over again, we have drawn cards since the beginning of COVID. Uh, and those of you who are my clients who've been getting tarot readings from me for long before that, um, these messages will often come through that we are to slow down or that we're to do this internal work, this alone work before or even instead of what seems like more important big work out there in the world. This can be really tough for um, activists. <laughs> activists, community people, women in general who are raised to believe that our value lies, you know, primarily in helping others. And then, and then, of course, there's always a million causes, especially environmental ones, racial ones. I mean, there's so many people to care about and so many, there's a planet to care about, animals. So for a lot of us, it's really hard to step back from what looks like meaningful external activity and do something that's just about us or just involves us. Something that might um, 
take the form of, uh, you know, it's whatever. It's just you're meditating. You're crying in the bathtub. There's one of my favorite healing techniques, and I'm totally not kidding. Um, you know, it, it's hard to stop and acknowledge that that's valid work. And that we need to do a certain amount of work on our own, not leading anybody else. Um in order for our own path to continue. And what the cards, and, and in this case the I Ching, seem to bring up a lot is you got to do this work. This is like the cups work that, that comes up a lot in our tarot readings. You can't just be in Earth, and you can't just be in a group. It's interesting, because astrologically we have that whole, um, the great conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter, moving into Aquarius, and so, a, you know, a big lighting up of Aquarius, and, and some other planets are going to be getting there soon, too. Um, and Aquarius really wants to engage our mind, and really likes to um, involve us in group dynamics. So I kind of, I kind of like, I appreciate that there's this counter, countervailing trend saying, okay, Collective action is good, but, or you could think of it as and. On a personal level, I think this changing lines situation, I'll bring my little piece of paper back out, crinkly. You know, I used to play experimental and improv, like free music, and, uh, you know, like post-free jazz craziness. One of my favorite instruments was to take a piece of paper and put it right up next to a microphone. Parchment was particularly fabulous, cooking parchment. But that was another life I used to lead. Anyway, so crinkling paper. Uh, that threshold, leave. Leave what is cruel, unjust, or power-hungry. That's my phrasing. Go on alone, I believe is their phrasing. So we have the opportunity to make a big choice very soon, I mean tonight, tomorrow, this week, where we leave something that we know we need to be done with. And if we're the only person doing it, well, that's fine. And we don't have to tell other people that it's their job to join us on this little bit of loneliness. I mean, I'm sure we can tell other people about it, but it's not, you know, it's not about them. It's not about getting other people to take action. This is really specific. It's about each of us taking an action. You are welcome to share your actions with me. You can email me at burningtarot at gmail.com. Uh, a voice memo or a just a little email or whatever. I would love to hear what you've come up with. I don't really know what mine is yet. I'm going to spend some time with this. And then where can we expect this to lead us next? Uh, doing something difficult, like going on alone, letting go of something unjust. You know, you kind of want that to lead you to like, hey, and then after that you go into, you know, you're in the holy land. You know, you're done crawling around in the desert for 40 years, and now God's bringing you to the, the holy land. Me and my biblical examples. Goodness. Um... But, rather like the Jews wandering the desert, <laughs> it may be that 
God or somebody has has more weird, torturous stuff for you to go through <laughs> before you before you're like, okay, I'm in the Holy Land. It's all good. So we're gonna go through this process, and instead of feeling immediate like everything's candy now, our next, you know, next place on the game board is more of a feeling of confinement and oppression. And this is your hexagram 47, Kuhn. The image is, the image is of a tree imprisoned in a house. I feel like I don't even need to say blathery things about that. A tree growing inside of a house and trapped in it. One thing that is nice about this image is it contains within itself the inevitability that this situation will change. Think about Alice in Wonderland. Do you remember when she goes in the, you know, she's got those eat me, drink me things going on? And so she's little, and then she's big, and then she's little, and then she's big, and she never fits anywhere properly. I think I feel like that sometimes. But at one point, she's inside of the dollhouse, or the little house, and she wants to grow a little bigger. And she drinks or eats something, and it makes her grow. They're calling her Marianne at this point. This is the white rabbit's house. And she starts growing and growing and growing and all of the little creatures are horrified and they're running away and she kicks the lizard bill and he gets kicked out of the fireplace she takes up the whole freaking house Alice and if you look at Alice like the beautiful illustrations that you might have in your edition of Alice in Wonderland that I hope all of you have you know, you you can just look at this picture and you go, well, Alice obviously isn't going to stay there any more than our tree in this hexagram is going to stay and live in a house forever. It ain't going to happen. Right? The tree is going to grow. Alice grows bigger, kicks the lizard out. Um, you know, you're going to you're going to have to shrink and slither out the door or you're going to have to get so big that you push out through the rooftop of this confining house. Or you're going to have to thrash about and, and destroy the house. So our next phase following this transition to the new year, we're, so we're going to start with some determination. We're going to have some kind of breakthrough. We're going to decide that we're ready to leave something behind. That's big. We're going to look at ways that we can do this alone instead of uh, counting on someone else's leadership and certainly before we jump to, to the lead and say hey I'll run this broken show over here so those are all challenging and then we end up like but now I'm in a house that I don't want to be in maybe that's just lockdown you know maybe that's just the dang virus and we're all stuck in our houses it's survivable we have survived it before we'll survive it again and while we're there, we can really look at, I think we can really look at what freedom means to us. There's nothing quite like confinement to, to beg that question. Well, what is freedom and what would we do with it if we were free? 
how would we stretch into freedom that was bigger than what we imagine our current freedom to be? It is possible that we could each be absolutely free within the walls of our houses, whether we're trees or Alice in Wonderland or just our little simple selves. It might be that feeling oppressed and confined is, is compressing us, compressing our desire, our judgment, is showing us where the real freedom lies. And it doesn't, uh, it doesn't always lie in escaping from the oppression or from what seems like the most obvious source of oppression, especially if that's external. I find that sometimes being the tree in the box it shows me w- what it means for me to be a real tree. I don't really appreciate the sunlight until it's taken away. So, that's our non-card for this New Year's week. Um, interesting stuff. I'm not sure I would do that every week. It was kind of a kick to do something different this time. This has gone on quite long enough. So I am going to... Uh, I'm going to reserve our Solstice to Solstice card for the next reading. And I really I really hope that we'll get something out of this attempted I Ching thing. The tree and the house and the Alice and the determination. And I want to know what we're each going to walk away from... And we're not walking on completely alone. We all have each other. You have me, I have you. We have our little podcasty moments, right? But I think I understand what this what this whole I Ching business is trying to get across, which is that there's some levels <clears throat> some levels of transformation and change require uh, setting aside our imagined roles that we might have. The role of a leader. And this could be if you're a community leader, political leader, if you're a teacher, a nurse, a doctor, a mom, a dad, a family person, you know, any of us who wind up in those kinds of positions, you know, sometimes we identify too hard with that leadership role and this kind of advice comes up when when it's necessary for us to do something that's just not about that and that might even it might be embarrassing or it might undermine our our own authority to say oh i got i got to do this little piece of personal homework here <laughs> doesn't mean be lonely it means understand that that each of us has to do something all by ourselves and the utility of that, the importance of that, is personal and goes deep. So the impulse to shake that out in front of everybody else and tell them to do it, like, here's just one of those occasions where that's not the right thing to do. At least according to the I Ching. I'm going to listen. 
Which means in order to listen, I guess I have to stop blathering. Here comes the wind. Let's listen to that for a second. And then you guys have a happy new year. Enjoy all your jam-packed New Year's Eve parties. <laughs> Enjoy going out in Times Square with 50,000 other people. Just kidding. Be, uh, be grateful that you have the internet. Never thought I'd say it. And be grateful that you've got yourself and your breath. <sighs> Goodbye, lovely handful.